1: This is Tech News Today for Thursday, March 17th, 2011, St. Patrick's Day. Tech News Today brought to you by GoToMyPC. Skip the rush hour traffic and save time, money, and frustration by working from home with GoToMyPC. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMyPC.com slash TNT. And by FreshBooks. FreshBooks, the easy online invoicing service that gets you paid quickly and makes you look professional. Get started with a free package at FreshBooks.com. Welcome to Tech News Today. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Sarah Lane. And I'm Jason Howell. And joining us from across the waters in the uh, gay city of Paris, Mr. Patrick Beja. Hi,
2: Patrick. Hey,
0: guys. How are you doing?
1: Good. I meant that without
0: irony.
2: No, I mean I, you're not the first person to call it.
0: Gay yeah. city of Paris. No, it is gay Paris, and we're very proud of, to be happy. I you mean know, happy. It's a uh, city of
2: lights. And I,
0: I, city of lights. I have to say, uh, on Saint Patrick's Day, a lot of people sort of go out in bars and, wow, well, I was going to say have gay fun, but that might be <laughs> construed some the, of them the do, wrong way, right? But what I will say is that my idea of fun is to be on Tech News Today, so I'm very happy to be here. Uh,
1: well, we have a uh, St. <laughs> a, a, a Patrick's Day miracle. One, one Guinness will feed us all.
2: Or this. just me? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> this entire thing. Yeah, I'll make you feel better.
2: All right, look at Tom. Don't no worry, we have a whole box of free
1: beer in the back. We'll we'll drink later. That's Thanks. right, right. More on that tomorrow on Liquid <laughs> Friday. Uh, but we have lots of news together. This is a thick, creamy day of news, much like a Guinness. Uh, and let's get right to it. New York Times puts up their paywall. Uh, we knew this was coming for a long time. They started it in Canada. Canada got something first.
2: But it's because they want to figure out what upsets the Canadians the most before they roll it out in the U.S. Because
1: yeah, they're like, look.
2: They're not getting anything great first. <laughs> if it
1: upsets Canadians, we really need to fix it. <laughs> right. They're like the politest people in the <laughs> it's world. It's a
2: good guinea pig focus group, really.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, but it,
2: well, I mean, it kind of sucks because they're the ones who have uh, uh, article limits first.
1: Uh, yes, uh, subscriptions start at $15 a month. Uh, print subscribers, uh, including subscribers to the International Herald Tribune, mm-hmm. get everything as part of their subscription. Uh, non-payers get 20 articles free per month on the web, mm-hmm. uh, or you can uh, link in from blogs and search engines for free. It doesn't. Uh, once you hit your 20 article limit, it doesn't count against that. Although there is a five per day limit from Google. You following all of this? If, like, this is way too hard to, it's like, just don't read the New York Times anymore at this point. Uh, actually, the because of that five-day per limit from Google, that means if you use Bing or some other search engine, you can just search for New York Times articles there, link through that way, and never have to pay.
2: Well, why is it just through Google? I mean, why, why did they? Because Google
1: has, a, pro- has a, 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 a product for people like the New York Times to limit how many times they get passed through for free.
2: Interesting. I mean, I wonder how many people will just start using Bing because of this. I mean, I guess there aren't so many people who are relying so heavily on the New York Times to go about their daily lives, but I mean... We have to look at a variety of articles just for research on this show. Yeah. If I can just use Bing and not have to worry about it, then I will.
1: And Twitter already has a workaround called Free NYT. Where yeah. somebody's going to post all the links from the New York Times.
2: Yeah. It's, this is, I mean- Nothing
1: cle- up there yet. Clearly <laughs> going to be
2: just one of many. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll wait till it rolls out in the US. But if you click on a link that's been shared via Twitter, then you can read the article even if you've reached your article quota. And you know, somebody else brought up an interesting question- what are the New York Times writers going to do? Because they've relied up until now on a lot of social networking um, and link distribution via Twitter and Facebook and however well, and connections the, they have with that's others. That's the reason they
1: did it this way is they can still do that and no one will run up against a paywall.
2: But at the same time, it's like if they're doing their jobs right as far as getting the word out, then they're ensuring that no one has to pay for, to read their content, which is the whole point.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, Patrick, what is, you know from from sitting in Europe, where newspaper industry is not quite as as much in trouble as it is in the United States, and therefore the European newspapers are already like protesting against Apple and, and taking thirty percent mm. and all that sort of thing. What is the, what does this do to you? Do, uh, you're not going to go and pay fifteen to $30 a month for a New York Times subscription, are you?
0: Well, the uh, thing is, it's, it definitely seems quite pricey, which, uh, we, you know, I think they use the same model. I don't know if it's the exact same pricing model as the Financial Times, but the Financial Times sort of, ha- sort of has a very dedicated audience, which and it has very unique information that people really rely on for specific topics the the new york times is more you know general information and you have alternatives somewhere else so um it, it it will be interesting for us too because the newspaper industry might not be as much in trouble as it is for you guys but um it's it is uh, still thinking about alternative uh, ways to make money and that is definitely one but the main thing I get out of it is I don't know if anyone is going to be paying that much money for the New York Times.
2: Yeah, you know, I just I asked if the chat room, will, if, is $15 a month too much? And pretty much everyone says, yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, wh- I wonder why this is the price point, considering well, that th- there are so many workarounds.
1: This is interesting. $15 a month gets you access to the newyorktimes.com and your smartphone app. $20 a month gets you access to the newyorktimes.com and a tablet app. $35 a month gets
0: you both apps what which is weird i uh, mean most people are are going to be Reading it on the iPad, if they are serious about, you know, the New York Times, so I- effectively they are asking for more money than the act, th- the subscription, which I'm certain costs them more. Well, I don't than, know about you know, all zip all print. zip
1: codes, but here in uh, in in my San Rafael zip code, uh, the minimum Monday through Friday delivery New York Times, that's the cheapest plan, mm-hmm. is fourteen dollars and eighty cents a month. Okay. Uh, so I would get for fourteen dollars and eighty cents a month. The same thing that the person who gets who pays $35 a month, which is both apps and the New York Times.com and have an actual newspaper delivered that I wouldn't need and would throw immediately into recycling uh, Monday through Friday. So if you are thinking of paying for this, you should buy a print subscription. I mean, check check your local print subscription and find out. I looked at uh, an Austin, Texas zip code. I looked at a, uh, a, a Montana zip code, and they were all around the same price as mine here in the United States. It may be different uh, elsewhere, but it looks like you might as well just get the subscription. Now, that's 50% off for six months, but even then, it goes only goes up to $29.60 a month for me after six months which is still cheaper than $35.
2: This makes me mad. Mm. This, this, The the idea that it's cheaper to buy a print subscription that you will not read and you will throw out because you're probably going to be consuming it one of the other methods that, you know. If If somebody is committed to switching over to a digital experience, like I want to read the New York Times on my tablet, and it's cheaper for me to waste a bunch of paper, to have something delivered to my house that I'll never read, that is so ass-backwards, it just makes me mad. Pardon my French.
0: You're perfectly okay. Uh we <laughs> So, so we Frenchman. didn't talk about the fact that uh Apple is getting the um the the you know the the subscription uh also, which a lot of people were thinking were up in arms against Apple for making it, you know, all those rules we detailed a a while ago. Uh I'm wondering if it's not now, you know reality check time and grown-up time and we actually need Apple so everyone is got well, now that the New York Times has opened you know the floodgates everyone's going to start doing that on the iPad and maybe since it's so simple to get uh, to get subscribed on the iPad it's going to actually bring them something
1: I, I think I the know. issue here is is really they should not be charging for NewYorkTimes.com I think charging for the smartphone app yeah. charging for the iPad app is something people will swallow more readily And I think the idea of giving the subscription to people who already subscribe to print makes sense. Yes. Uh, But I think it should probably be a little cheaper price point, and it should only be for the apps. I mean, all of these, it just shows you that the web doesn't work that way. They have to have all these, well, we're going to keep track of 20 links, but if you come in from this place, then it doesn't count. But on Google, we're going to keep it limited to five times that it doesn't count. But it it just whenever it gets that complicated complicated to explain, it means it's not going to work. People are going to find all kinds of ways to get around it or they're just not going to bother and they're going to stop reading your stuff.
2: New York Times also has until, what is it, June 30th before they actually have to um, create the uh, the in-app... Buy now through the iTunes right. Store, And
1: I think they said they're going to create it June first.
2: June first. Uh, they still, have till June thirtieth. They, they would like here. as many signups as possible before, before Apple then. takes thirty percent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It does feel definitely like they're basing this off the Financial Times model, and it it it's strange because it is a different product, completely different product. So, Wall Street it's Journal weird, has
1: a similar model as well. And like you say, it's a different, it's a different product. It's a different mindset, uh, someone buying the Financial Times or, or Wall Street Journal than buying the New York Times. All right. You're going to get uh, just the same amount of spam you always get, but there is one less botnet participating in it, if that makes you feel any better. At 1530 GMT, March 16th, uh, the Rust stock botnet suddenly went down. Uh, Rustock accounts for as much as 47.5% of all spam. Uh, Brian Krebs, over, he's a security blogger, told the Register, such an action suggests that anti-spam activists have succeeded in executing possibly the largest botnet takedown in the history of the Internet.
2: Yeah, the Rustock botnet um, in 2010 was the most prolific producer of spam, accounting for almost half of all spam sent globally, which is like... Two hundred billion messages a day. So actually, people might actually notice that they're not getting as much spam. I have thought that too. On this level, level.
1: Symantec said the increase from other botnets means that so far the takedown of Rustock hadn't, hadn't had mm. much noticeable effect on the overall amount of spam. <laughs> How? What increase Sad. from other botnets? What happened? The other botnets, like, botnets went just. The botnets
2: said, they
0: were just waiting. There's, like there's they a were need like.
1: Well, you know, I imagine there is a need to fill, right? The, all these people, all these spammers, are using the botnets, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this all happens under the table, but it, but it's businesslike, and so well, sure, these spammers are like, like well, oh. we had an order in that didn't get filled by Rustuck. Right. Let's take it over to. It's not like they stopped sending spam; they just went to a different provider.
2: I mean, so hmm. is there really no is there really no uh, silver lining um, to make? To take away from all of this, I mean, Rustock Rust goes down, and you just get spam from other sources. Yeah. that are using the botnets. And, nothing, and PC Mag points Nothing out, will ever stop.
1: PC Mag points out that most of the time, when these botnets go down, they just come back in a couple of days because they have some sort of redundancy it's- plan
0: put in place. You know, this is just depressing. Like we need a Hollywood v- uh, version of this whole thing, where kind of anti-spam superhero goes in and actually makes the world better by getting rid, rid of spam or something i think it, it just hit on your next screenplay <laughs> possibly i'll get to work on it right now we don't know who took down uh talk though that's weird
1: no there's uh nobody stepping forward and and uh taking responsibility for it uh but there are a lot of anti-spam activists what do you that work
0: under the radar the, the chinese
1: no or, it's not or, that. no conspiracy or maybe theories. some sort
0: of superhero yeah. maybe it i came was from onto in, something
2: from within china It's coming from
1: inside the People's Republic.
2: (laughs) Good and bad, all through China. Yep. <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on to uh, the fact that Android is fifty percent faster than the iPhone on the web. Done. There we go. Android's better.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Problem well, solved. I guess I will stop trying to compete with Android. They're clearly Toss just faster. Toss my iPhone out right now. Yeah.
1: Website analysis firm Blaze took forty-five thousand website measurements using an iPhone four and a Nexus S. Uh, they measured the load time on the sites of a thousand Fortune one thousand companies. That means if your company was in the Fortune 1000, they used your website. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did it over Wi-Fi, and they found that the Nexus S running Android 2.3 loaded sites 84% of the time. The median load time uh, for uh, the iPhone 4 on iOS 4.3 was 3.254 seconds. Nexus S's median load time was 2.144 seconds.
2: So, I mean, just over a second uh, of less load time, but that can be significant. Oh,
0: that's almost you know depending how you you take it it can be almost 50% right. just under a second
1: now mobile sites were a different story if if they were looking at a site that was optimized for mobile then the iphone was able to load the site in 2.085 seconds the nexus ss in 2.024 seconds so the uh, the the you know the y- this is a mobile device and when it was loading a mobile website it performed a lot better now there is something that apple is pointing to saying wait a minute this company used their own proprietary browser app that they loaded on the Android and iPhones to test. That app...
2: They weren't using Safari?
1: No, they they were using a built-in... Uh, they're basically trying to do good science and, and get rid of any differences between browsers and uh-huh. just say, what's the connection like? What's the machinery like? We're going to use the same application on both. Problem is, the app they used on iOS... Uh, used an older version of WebKit than Safari's browser in iOS 4.3. Oh, uses. and
2: 4.3. The big thing about it is that there are so many yeah. um, performance upgrades to Safari, particularly. Yeah, well, that's The, silly, the Nitro then.
0: stuff was not considered. It's basically, it it really doesn't mean anything because I remember reading earlier in the day that very que- question came up of whether or not they use the new um, the new JavaScript engine, and the answer from that company was, "Oh, uh, hmm." wait a second, mm, we're going to go check and we'll get back to you. So that really doesn't inspire confidence in that study at all, at least in my book. It it sounds very silly.
1: Hmm. All right, uh, let's take a quick break and thank GoToMyPC for helping to bring you our uh, our show today. I travel a lot on the highways because I'm going into San Francisco a lot, uh, and then I shoot uh, my Top 5 show, and then I drive all the way back up to Petaluma, uh, and traffic is a nightmare. If I could figure out how to do my San Francisco stuff from my house, I would. Technology's not there yet for me, but... If you can stay home and do your job, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah? Well, a lot of you can. You don't have to pay the money. You don't have to spend the energy. If you use GoToMyPC, you can access your office PC, uh, and all you need is an internet connection. Then you can access your PC at the office and work how you would if you were there. Use any program, work on any file, check email, access network resources. I'm going to talk to these guys and see if maybe I can control the cameras and project a hologram of me onto a studio set. I think they could do it. They're that good.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's no good reason not to just do that.
1: But if you don't need need to do that, you don't have to wait. All you need to do is check your... If you're like, all I do when I'm at work is I sit at my PC, you don't need to go in. Use GoToMyPC. It's secure. It's an award-winning remote access service from Citrix, uh, and it's easy and doesn't need any extra hardware. Try it for free for 30 days. If you don't believe me, give it a shot. I know you're going to love it. Visit GoToMyPC.com slash TNT, and we thank them for their support.
2: convince oh, your boss. You don't need to waste the gas.
1: Look, boss. I'm, gonna I'm going to save everybody time home, and money. Right? You're going to okay. see
2: me working. I'm just going to be remote.
1: The Broadband Minister of the United Kingdom, Communication Minister Ed Vasey, is calling on ISPs to beef up their commitments to providing UK customers with transparency about how traffic is managed. Uh, And Sir Tim Berners-Lee has been named to work with the UK Broadband Stakeholder Group to ensure that any traffic management policies that go into effect are done with transparency and within the defined set of best practices. He is
0: literally a knight defending
1: net neutrality.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's encouraging. I mean, it's the first sign I've seen in any country of the government actually taking steps to make sure that someone is do, is doing their job properly and observing the rules of and I mean, it they're the fact that they're getting uh Sir Tim Berners-Lee on board is really a a, a testament to their uh will to doing things right. Because they can't really mess it up now. They're going to have everybody in uh, up in arms if they don't, you know, do it properly. You've got somebody um, who's
1: who's practiced at making the arguments in Tim Berners Lee. Absolutely.
0: Well, it's more than that. It's a champion of the web. It, it's the, the inventor of the web. So it, it really brings a lot of weight to the you know to the whole uh, to the whole thing. If he just after you know a month or two or three just quits and says, there's no way I can work with these people, they're not willing to do anything, it will have a lot of uh, uh, consequences, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, well, one of the first things he's going to run up against is some British ISPs who are mulling over the idea of charging per device uh, when you get internet service. They say that the advent of the iPad has caused additional loads on their networks, and the operators say, if we have devices that are generating work for us, this gives us the ability to introduce a different billing model uh, the operators are are thinking of launching special billing packages that would bill you by device. Uh, this is one of the reasons we have network address translation, so that you don't get billed by device. I'm not sure how they would do it.
2: I love how it's like because uh, the iPad has been introduced. Now there's just such a toll on our networks, you know, because you, c- you can't watch video any other way because of the iPad. People are consuming much more. I mean, that's I don't know. Horse puck. Yeah,
0: it's like yeah, before we were okay, we were sort of good, but now with the iPad, how are we going to deal with We this? have this yeah. small
1: pool of bits, and all the bits are drying up. <laughs> we just <laughs> we, we have, have no choice them. but
2: to charge you v- by device. There's only a certain of amount iPad. of
1: bits in the world.
2: So what? So so is my is my uh, wired connection going to drop significantly in price because I now that. I have I, to buy an iPad? A uh, plan, and then a, a, you know, a, a plan for my smartphone.
1: Yeah, if they can get away with it, if they can figure out how to do it, yeah, that's that they'll absolutely they do that because it'll make them more money. Right, uh, has you nothing to
0: do with congestion management, though. No. You know that that uh, anti-botnet superhero I was talking about earlier. You, if you want can to fun- also punch a couple of ISPs in the face. It would work for me. Just saying,
2: I'm okay with that.
1: All right, on to Sony. Uh, federal magistrate says Sony may subpoena the PayPal account of PlayStation Three hacker George Hots. Geo Hots' uh, PayPal account is under request because they're trying to prove that the court should see should uh, uh, hear the case in California. Uh, rather than in New Jersey. GeoHot says, hey, I'm from Jersey. Why do I got to go to California for this? Uh, So to make that claim, Sony says they need his PayPal accounts to see if people were donating money to him from Northern California. Then they could show a fiduciary interest in Northern California, and that might make San Francisco a proper venue for the litigation.
2: Does it also have anything to do with the fact that PayPal is a California company?
1: I don't know. It was I think
2: incorporated I think, here. I think
1: then they would just need to know that any money went through there, and yeah. I, I don't think that's it. I think they want to look at the records because they want to see where the donations were coming from.
2: Hmm. I. I mean, are, do you think that Sony has enough reason to believe that a that a good amount of the donations were coming from Northern California? I mean, I, are, are they just hoping that they're right, well, or do they have some sort Geo-Hutt, of reason to think George, so?
1: Geo Hut says, "I didn't take donations, so you look all you want." There's nothing there. I, I think if you mm. were taking donations, the idea of of people in Northern California and San Francisco Bay Area, Silicon Valley donating is pretty logical. I, you know, I think that's pretty obvious. That well,
2: now, if, if Hot says, if GeoHot says nobody donated to me, maybe Sony's like, yeah, well, you probably just didn't call it uh, the PlayStation donation. There was something else. And we want to look through your records and yeah. figure out what's really going on here. They also they don't couldn't...
1: mind harassing him. no uh meanwhile a uh another hacker uh has put up on youtube a video of him or her uh releasing a new playstation 3 firmware update which um are, 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 are a jailbreak of the new playstation 3 firmware up, up uh, update they broke firmware 3.6 that's what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. so it's it's already jailbroken you didn't stop anything by stopping george Hotz.
2: sony just i don't know
1: Genie bottle. I, w-
2: I was going to say let it go, but not Sony go- can do whatever it wants. I just, I, it, it, it's going to keep happening.
0: Yep. Well, the, there's a difference between getting a new firmware that's going to be harder to to jailbreak, and you know, going after the jailbreakers. I mean, I don't think anyone is saying they shouldn't be securing their their machine. You know, no, no, remove- but the,
1: but yeah, going after George Hotz is not making their machine any more secure. Uh, that's sure. My point. Uh, The Japanese earthquake is disrupting the supply chain. We talked about LCD panels yesterday uh, being one example of that. Also, the supply of notebook batteries. All Things D has a uh, report on that today uh, saying several of the plants uh, that make notebook batteries and lithium-ion batteries in general, uh, Sony, Hitachi, all operate in the north of the country. uh, And key parts of the batteries, like the anodes, uh, both operate... Uh, Excuse me, And both have been shut down. Both those plants that operate have been shut down for the time being, according to a research report from Pranab Kumar Sarma at Daiwa Securities in Hong Kong. Um, A number of other companies that make battery parts also operate in the disaster area. So, uh, you know, when you look at something like the iPad, they've locked up their supply chain good and tight. They're going to get all their flash memory, even if there is a little bit of a spike in flash memory price or if there's a shortage. But batteries are coming out of Japan. Uh, as far as we know, and so that could be a weak link in the chain.
2: Yeah, in fact, um, uh, iSupply which uh, tore down the iPad 2 the other day. Apparently, even though it says assembled in China, so it's easy to say, oh well, iPad not affected. It's Foxconn stuff. Um, if you look closer, the um, markings on the battery itself says Apple Japan, which usually is enough uh, to to uh, to come to the conclusion that yes, something is going through Japan.
1: Also, Taiwan-based digital camera makers Altec and Ability uh, say they might have some short-term problems with CCD suppliers. Uh, those are the sensors that, that read uh, the image. Uh, however, for the long term, the status may change as suppliers could see issues from their own upstream material suppliers. Uh, so limited short-term impact and maybe some long-term impact, but they, they look they think they'll bounce back. Uh, And then uh, Acer Taiwan President Scott Lin says the PC industry's upstream supply chain still has an inventory level of about two, two and a half, three months, and will only see limited impact from Japan's earthquake. However, since some PC players are rushing to stockpile inventory, that's causing the prices to spike. uh, So you may see more expensive PCs because of that.
2: So it's not so much that they're running out of material, they just realize they can charge more. Yeah. Because the demand now has... Reached a, an insane level.
1: And if you're interested in particular companies, uh, All Things D has a great write up from uh, Arik Hesseldahl today. Talks about Sony Ericsson, Intel, Qualcomm, TI, Oracle, most of them not having major problems. Uh, Wall Street Journal, however, noting that Japan supplies about 90% of the world's bisalmonide triazine an important material used in making printed circuit boards for wireless phones. I've also heard that some of the glue that is used to put together electronics uh, it might be disrupted. So there are other little pieces. It's pretty complicated. Most of the reports, most of the analysts looking at this, don't think there are going to be any big impacts. If they are, they'll be short-term, and they may be, uh, may be price spikes in the short-term as well.
2: You know, another interesting... Um Note on the subject is Panasonic and Canon and Nikon have all closed down uh, production areas in Japan, and you you think, "Ooh, what does this have? um, uh, uh, What kind of effect will this have on the digital camera market?" But apparently, most of the cameras that are made in Japan are are um, prosumer and up levels. So most of the consumer cameras are actually made in Taiwan and China. Mm -hmm. Just you know, it's it's kind of interesting. I I wouldn't have known that unless the story had unfolded in the way it has.
1: All right, lots still going on as uh, regarding the uh, reactors at Fukushima, uh, and if you want a really good explanation, Lewis Page at the Register, the Register.co.uk, uh, says uh, has written up a three-page article on what's been going on. He says prospects are looking good. I mean, relatively speaking, they're looking good right now. Radiation levels at numbers reactors number three and four have been recorded as running at between 3 and 4 millisieverts per hour. Uh, Japanese regulators have raised the permitted dose that site workers can sustain from the incident before being withdrawn from 100 to 250. Uh, There's a risk of radiation sickness after sustaining a dose of 1,000 millisieverts, uh, climbing to a 50% chance at 2,000 millisieverts. So, uh, yeah, 100 millisieverts to 250 millisieverts an hour, that's, you know, four hours, and you've reached that, that level where you might have sickness Uh, readings at the plant gates however have dropped from 0.7 millisieverts per hour to 0.3 over the previous 12 hours and uh, workers should be able to endure levels uh, in that area uh, for months if required uh he says uh, page says in summary it's looking more and more probable that the death and injury toll from the fukushima quake strike will be limited to the one worker killed in a crane accident Uh, at the reactors anyway, and others hurt by the quake and subsequent explosions at the site, uh, perhaps with some very minimal long-term radiation effects among site workers. Uh, All being well, nobody else will have their health damaged in any way, and prospects are good that most or all of the current evacuation zone could be reopened in a reasonable amount of time. So that's good news. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's certainly far from over. If you want to find out what they're doing, there's a great site – Uh, From the International Atomic Energy Agency, IAEA.org, where you can get updates on exactly what's happening. For instance, uh, they just, within the past half hour, reconnected uh, the external grid power line cable to Reactor 2. That allows them to put in some temporary pumps and start pumping regular water instead of having to use seawater to cool the reactors. It gives them more control over it. Seawater is less corrosive. I mean, uh, regular water is less mm-hmm. corrosive. Uh, they plan to reconnect power to Unit 2 once the spraying of water on the Unit 3 reactor building is completed. They've done that. Uh, they're also planning on reconnecting uh, Reactor 3. They're still dealing with you know, put, getting enough water and spraying it from the ground on Reactor 4, which is the one that is uh, leaking the highest amount of radiation uh, but a lot of people are worried about the radiation coming out and and uh, going you know you see steam and the steam has radiation and it could that affect us here in the United States uh, there's also uh, a really good article from Boing Boing. Boing Boing and The Register both have been doing very good jobs of, of covering this that says, By the time any of the radioactive isotopes reach American shores, or even European shores in your case, uh, Patrick, the fallout would be so dilute that radiation will have dropped well below the levels that cause detectable increases in the risk of cancer. There will not be a reason for Americans to worry about their health. This is according to Kelly Classic, radiation physicist at the Mayo Clinic, Kimberly Kierfot health physicist at the University of Michigan, Ralph Sudo, health physicist at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and three more health physicists have signed on to this from the Union of Concerned Scientists. So
2: Catherine Hegley, who uh, she runs the nuclear physics program at Oregon State University, I believe, Um, she was on Talk of the Nation, which is an NPR show that I was listening to on my way up to Petaluma today, and she said, listen... Uh, no one should be freaking out on the West Coast or Alaska or even Hawaii about radiation. There's a lot of ocean. There's 5,000 miles, um, you know, for it to dissipate. It's just, it's just not a concern. There are a lot of things to be concerned about. This is not one of them. She also mentioned, hey, once, um, although seawater is better than no water as far as cooling goes, she did point out, and I thought it was really interesting, that because of that we're in disaster mode. Um, seawater is what's necessary right now if that's the only water you can get. But once you start adding seawater into a nuclear power plant, you've pretty much written that nuclear power plant off. Yeah, because there's no coming back. Mm -hmm. They just want to contain the disaster.
1: And the other thing to remember, uh, people are starting to go out and buy iodine, uh, iodide, potassium iodide pills. Uh, if you do that, there are a limited number of potassium iodide pills in the world. And if you do that, you may be taking it out of the hands of somebody who does need it yeah. somewhere else. So if you're in a, in a, in a no-risk area like the United States, uh, don't stockpile potassium iodide. There's no, there's no need for that, right? Why
2: now. is there such a, f- um, I, I mean, a, a small, finite amount of pot- potassium iodide? Uh, it's hard to make. It's it hard is.
1: and expensive to make, I, yeah. I, I think. I, I'm I've just, never I guess, gone I'm out and sought any
2: for yeah. myself, so I don't know the answer.
0: Your uh, your your warning is sort of answering my question, but I wanted to to ask anyway. Is are you guys? I mean, in the West Coast, maybe is specifically, uh, are people starting to freak out to actually freak out, or is it just a, a small concern that we don't know what's happening?
1: There are people running out and, and buying up iodide pills, just like when there's you know bad weather, people go and they buy all the bottled water at the local grocery store.
2: Uh, I think people on the West Coast should be buying themselves an earthquake kit before they go out and buy themselves some potassium iodide.
1: That's a very good idea. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, from Japan, aftershocks still preventing Japanese telecommunication companies from repairing undersea cables, uh, but they believe that the aftershock should end soon. And KDDI, Japan's second largest telecom operator, said it will send out a ship equipped with remotely controlled robots. As soon as the wow. ground is still, uh, to get that undersea cable connected. Now they are using other cables right now, so they're not without connectivity. Uh, but you know, it's 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 a lot harder to to service that level of, of internet connecti- connection that Japan wants mm-hmm. uh, when you when you're down one less cable. So they're going to get out there and, and fix it as soon as they can. All right, uh, we we're, we're going to do news fuse in just a second, uh, but first want to thank our other sponsor, FreshBooks at freshbooks.com. Uh, when I invoice, that's what I use. If you're a small business owner, you're a consultant, you're a freelancer like me, invoicing is a part of your job that's not fun, but FreshBooks makes it easy. It's an online line invoicing service that stops the headaches, creates professional-looking invoices, sends your invoices out for you, sends reminders, gives the clients lots of different ways to pay, automated late payments reminders if they miss their deadline, they'll Even for a small charge, uh, print out an invoice and send it to somebody who doesn't like getting them as PDFs or emails. They'll do it however you want. Uh, They have an iPhone app that helps you keep track of your worth. Try it out for free today. You get three clients for free. Uh, Just set up an account at FreshBooks.com. And to show you that it's just a piece of cake, uh, you want to tell them TNT sent you when they ask how you heard about it. Because every day, FreshBooks is giving away a birthday cake to one of the TNT listeners And it doesn't have to be your birthday to win.
2: You could just pretend it's your birthday and sing the happy on birthday song from Alice in Wonderland.
1: Right. Right. Because you do whatever you want. You're risking less of a copyright
2: violation. Just just go for it.
1: Anyway, we thank FreshBooks for their support. Try them out. FreshBooks.com. On to the news views. The Nintendo 3DS has become the most pre-ordered console on Amazon, beating the likes of PS3 and the Wii. The online retailer has claimed, according to Chris Pode, director of Amazon.co.uk, that the level of demand demonstrated by advanced orders is unusual for a handheld console. Uh, In Japan, the console sold over 200,000 units in its first week, The Nintendo 3DS launches March 25th in the UK and Europe and March 27th in the United States.
2: Is that no good boyfriend of yours not answering his phone when you call every five minutes? Well, then keep calling, except don't let it ring more than 30 seconds or it'll cost you. Ah, AT&T has confirmed to Wired that indeed the meter starts running the moment you hit send, not the moment that they pick up, and they charge in 60-second increments. So you will be charged even for unanswered calls from that no-good boyfriend who shall remain nameless unless you hang up within 30 seconds of hitting the send button. So you can still be psycho. Just do it quickly.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) Do it on the cheap. Yeah. Well, here's a new one. The will rent you a DVD for $1.99, giving you a four-hour window to watch it. The catch? Watch it online. The company is streaming DVDs over the internet. They limit the number of titles they rent at once, so the idea is that they're not streaming unauthorized movies, just renting DVD players and movies at a really long distance. Hotels tried this once and got the snot sued out of them. And they have no snot not looking good. anymore. It's
2: not free.
0: Well, how about this? Take
1: this, AstroTurfers. A Tennessee company called Legacy Learning Systems, Inc. has been hit with a $250,000 fine and other sanctions for hiring affiliate markers to sing the praises of their DVD series by writing glowing reviews on websites. Uh, but because those affiliates did not disclose they were getting paid for the praise that they heaped on the DVD series, the FTC hit them where it hurt with a fine calling the ads deceptive and illegal.
2: Well, I mean, what did they expect? That won't stop the Army, however. The Guardian says the U.S. military is developing software that will let it secretly manipulate social media sites, such as Facebook and Twitter, just what we need, by using fake online personas to influence Internet conversations and spread pro-American messages. But in order not to run afoul of U.S. law, none of these personas will speak English so as not to target U.S. audiences. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> so cool.
0: Je ne sais pas. <laughs> but oui? That's going to endear the U.S. military to Je a lot comprends. of people, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, for every paywall that goes up, another must fall. Virgin's Project magazine is now free. The change is is thanks to an ad sponsorship by American Express. The first three issues of Project had cost around $3 a pop. It's a pretty cool magazine. I encourage you to go and check it out.
1: And now it's it's free. Walmart, Target, and other large retailers are ganging up on Amazon to force them to collect sales taxes. The big box stores are backing a coalition called the Alliance for Main Street Fairness. Which is leading efforts to change sales tax laws in more than a dozen states, including Texas and California. Until now, the group had been largely associated with mom and pop stores, uh, you know, stores like small toy shops, booksellers, Main Street stores, you know, the kinds of businesses usually run out of town by Walmart and Target.
2: Android 2.2 is now the dominant version of Google's OS with a whopping 61.3% of all active devices. Except that that's the old version. Android 2.3 has 0.7% penetration. Not even 1%. And the tablet-oriented 3.0 has 0.2%. Remember, Android 2.2 came out nine months ago. So it took as long as a baby takes to gestate to become the top Android OS. So I uh, guess...
1: You have a dominant OS. Congratulations.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it's also linked to the, to the uh, amount of devices that can run each OS. So it's a little bit, you know... yeah yeah
2: yeah Percentage. That, that was
0: my argument. That Basically,
1: sums it up right there. Yeah, math is
2: hard. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, finally, the BAFTAs are sort of becoming the annual gaming awards. Uh, the The BA- BAFTA stands for British Academy of Film and Television, uh, but they actually put the video game awards out every year. And every year, they seem to get more and more attention. They they have a television special and everything. Um, the PlayStation exclusive Heavy Rain won the BAFTA for technical innovation, story, and original music at the ceremony last night in London's Park Lane Hilton. Uh, and was, uh, by the way, presented by Dara O'Brien. As I, I as I misspelled it here, Dara O'Brien. <laughs> uh, other big winners include Mass Effect 2, uh, which took Best Game Award. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood came away in the top action department. Super Mario Galaxy 2 snagged the Gameplay Award. Uh, and F1 2010 and Gra- uh, beat Gran Turismo uh, in the race for Best Sports Title. So, you know, just... Uh, how- I think it, I wish the Academy here in the United States would do this, like you know, recognize some video games.
2: What is the difference between the BAFTA Video Game Awards and like the Spike TV Video Game Awards?
1: One is done by a prestigious and longstanding Society of oh. Artists, and the other is done by Spike.
2: I see. Just <laughs> curious.
1: I think I think that's the only difference. I don't know. Maybe Spike has some prestigious organization right, but two it.
2: different award shows
1: i'm pretty sure the spike awards are just put on by spikes kind of like the mtv music awards
2: it's a, it's a reason for people to get dressed up and
1: take yeah. pictures and stuff it's yeah. pronounced dara O'Brien, by the way O'Breen.
2: I, okay. I prefer O'Brien. she might want to consider changing <laughs> i think she should make her sound smart
1: let's do the calendar okay.
2: flash 10.2 beta hits android marketplace tomorrow that's the 18th will only support honeycomb though the Nokia software updater for Mac is available in beta and lets you update your N97 under OS X. Finally. Paramount Pictures is going to release a film via BitTorrent on May 19th. Uh, the film is called The Tunnel. And but that's it's,
1: for pirates, Sarah.
2: Well, no. Now it's for everybody. They just want to distribute it. I think Paramount is like, let's just see how many people download it, and you know, maybe we can uh, get, get a so sense. So, what's the of it. movie about? Well, it's called The Tunnel. It's a horror movie set in the abandoned real life tunnels under the city of Sydney, Australia. I had
1: no idea until I read about this. I, apparently, they built tunnels for a transit system at one point, and then abandoned it. And then um, MacArthur used it as his headquarters during World War II.
2: And they're probably really creepy now, and perfect place exactly. to shoot a horror movie. So I think I'm interested.
1: Is, I don't know, Patrick. Do you think, I think this is brilliant. Instead of going straight to DVD. You And, and having yeah. people pirate it, you're like, let's push it out on BitTorrent, get people watching it, talking about it, then maybe people will actually buy the DVD.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, the most surprising thing about all this is that Paramount Pictures is like, you, you know, we, they, they're, they're saying, we're going to release it on, D- on, uh, on BitTorrent. And all the heads turn to them and they're like, you're going to what? And You know, they're, they're, they seem, I mean, that's the impression we get. They're like, yeah, what, what? What's the problem? We're going to release it on BitTorrent, of course. They're like, weren't you saying something about BitTorrent like two seconds ago? And they—they mm-hmm. completely do not acknowledge any issue at all with their new strategy, which is cool. But you know, and yeah. it's also—I it suspect bit of a that this is going to be, you know, for that movie. Sure, <clears throat> I'm not sure we're going to see another movie going that way anytime soon.
2: Um, by the way, the Google chat or the Google chat room. Our just twitch chat room, not flaunted by Google, is saying that Dara O'Brien is a man, right. Not a
1: woman. But maybe Dara O'Brien wants to change not only his name but his gender.
2: maybe. <laughs> And if he was, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that.
1: He's actually a balding man.
2: Uh, finally, Google has re- released a preview oh, WebM filter for Windows Vista and Windows 7. When installed, the filter will allow Windows programs, including Windows Media Player, Windows Media Center, and perhaps most importantly of all, Internet Explorer 9, to play back WebM encoded video.
1: All right, let's move on to the voicemails. The voicemails 260-TNT show is the phone number to call, or you can email us a voicemail like JD did.
0: This is J.D. Carty from Charlotte, North Carolina. I thought you might be interested in hearing the impressions of a cord cutter on the new Time Warner iPad app. We haven't had TV service for a while, and I am very happy to have the History Channel back because I love the content. But I think the key here may be that I am now on my iPad, without paying for a TV service, able to watch commercials that Time Warner was not able to serve me before because I cut the cord. Thanks for the show, guys. Love it.
1: I did not put that together. I assumed you had to be a cable subscriber like you do for TV anywhere on Comcast, but mm-hmm. you don't. You can just be a Time Warner internet subscriber and then all of a sudden you get 32 channels i love this by the way the 32 channels went down to 17 for a short period of time because they had too many people using it they did not actually expect so many people to want to use this service
2: how do they decide which channels to drop
1: that's a good question they put them back yeah. all 32 are back now right. but for a temporary point they were like learning channel nobody watches that
2: golf yeah, channel <laughs> yeah
1: I don't
0: know. uh
2: it's interesting
1: all right, on to the email, tnt at tnt.twit.tv. And as our guest, Patrick, uh, would you please read the first email?
0: I will be delighted to do so. Uh, today, March 17th, HTC producer of phones and tablets are opening their very first concept store in Europe. HTC chose to place it in the center of the Danish capital, Copenhagen. Uh, perhaps the Danes also love HTC. Do you want me to also read the... Uh uh, you, you don't. You don't have to read the I, links. He's, I, he's got can, links do it. to the uh, PR interview. Um, <laughs> okay. that,
2: I bet you can. <laughs> that's
0: okay.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Hate Bad Design for that HTC store. I've always wondered, like, why there wasn't yeah. one.
0: So now there's something it's, awesome it, in it's Denmark. It's a weird. Yeah, it's a it's a weird idea. It's uh, I don't know why. I mean, sure, why not? But do, is there another one in the U.S.? Is that the the story here? No, I don't know.
1: I don't I don't think there is an HTC okay. store anywhere I, that I know of. I
2: can't think hmm. of one. It says very
1: first yeah, concept well. store.
2: Finally. Yeah, but Denmark has something oh, okay, to visit. So
1: <laughs> yes. Besides the rottenness that Shakespeare talked about.
2: <laughs> Fur coat factories. Not and going there now. Pastry shops. Right
1: all right on to the uh, the next email which is mine uh i was uh hey tom and sarah i was wondering what your thoughts were i was gonna say something on the ridiculous scalper slash reseller issue across the country in regards to the ipad 2 i've gotten in line at my local apple store the last four days by 6 30 in the morning in hopes of getting an ipad 2 each time i show up i see the same people in the front of the line and a ringleader handing out a bunch of hundred dollar bills to their quote workforce and this is in new hampshire the story's coming out of new New York have been 10 times worse. It seems as if there is little hope for many of us finding an iPad 2 that actually want to use it and not resell it on eBay or overseas. As much as I want an iPad 2, it seems I will be waiting until my online order gets filled at the end of April. Sincerely, Kevin.
2: Yeah, you know, that's pretty unfortunate. I'd be mad too. I mean, the nice thing is that you can order online and, and, and get around any of this nonsense of, of people, you know, gaming the system to just resell for...
1: And uh, iPad 2s have, have started showing up already, too.
2: Right, yeah, because yeah. initially some people were like, four weeks out, and, you know, you're probably not going to have to wait that long. But it does leave a bad taste in your mouth. If you're actually it's, going yeah. down there in the morning every day, mm, alkaline. It's,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's such a Terrible ridiculously frustrating thing, you know? It's like it feels completely wrong. Absolutely. It's a horrendous like taking advantage of it. They have ringleaders and people going in, in lines and snagging up everything. But it's still, you know, it feels more wrong than, I don't know, it's still just people buying iPad 2s. But it's incredibly frustrating. It feels like we sh- we should be allowed to get the cops on them or the FBI or something you know it's, well, it's um, like, how many iPad
1: do 2s do you have in your house and not even though it hasn't been released in France Patrick. oh i
0: i'm i'm waiting for mine from uh, actually you know the new york store uh, any day now it's gonna get uh-huh. If, uh-huh. kevin he's the from, problem uh, you know, people if if you want one kevin i hey, i can Sha. sell you one for a good price no <laughs> worries
2: well it's funny that we talk about this cuz we we're all sort of in agreement that oh man this is pr- what a bummer but it's like, it's just t- t- ticket scalping. Well, yeah. Not it's, that there's, I mean, ticket scalping is illegal. Right. But it's something that everyone has gotten used to. And it's like, if you don't want to pay a premium, then you don't wait till the last minute and go down to the ballpark. It's and caused buy it off by a shortage, guy. right? Exactly. If
1: There's only a certain amount of tickets. And if there are more people who want to go to the game, then there's a shortage and you get scalpers. And that's what's happening. iPad 2, there just aren't enough iPad 2s right exactly. now. So this is going to happen.
0: Didn't they do that uh, thing with the iPhones when it first came out where you could only buy two and you had to uh show an a ID card? Yeah,
1: that's why they've got 15 people in line all coming in they show their ID and they buy, you know. They're just they're just hiring oh, so people to stand in line. it's different people yeah. all the time? It's more organized. Now, I don't know. This guy this email from Kevin says that it's the same people. So, I don't know if the ID thing is working then if they're doing that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that the Apple Folks could be like, "Okay, beat it, you guys. You've been here four days in a row now." I didn't. <laughs> well, they
0: can't legally. I don't think they can. I hired. Did they?
2: We kind of did, actually. <laughs>
0: Coworkers I mean, it was my us. wife, but.
2: <laughs> so you can do things like that. I'm but not going to judge you. Yeah. I mean, same bank account, whatever. I don't even need to. Tom, see,
0: you are deflecting the issue. The you're actually the problem. You're too. part of the
2: problem, not the solution. Yeah. Finally, our last email comes from TK who says, Hey, TNT crew, I was listening to episode 199, and during the episode, you mentioned that Google's collecting data from mobile phones. Today, I read that Google's now asking volunteers. To enter this data into a database, this, of course, is referring to the, the crisis in Japan. I'm planning on volunteering as soon as I get off work, but it's nice to find that there are actions we can take to help people in Japan. Also, I find it interesting that Google, a company famous for automating everything, is asking for volunteers. This definitely shows that algorithm and tech can only take us so far.
1: That's true. That's true. Good point. And very cool that they are you know that there's a way to pitch in and help. Uh, no matter where you are. If you speak Japanese, obviously, that's one requirement for this. In fact, the link that he has hilariously goes through Microsoft Translator uh, to translate it from the Google Japanese into English. But uh, you you do have to be able to speak Japanese. But it's it's still nonetheless very cool. Thanks, TK, for sending that along. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Patrick Beja, uh, for once again staying up late and hanging out with us on TNT. Really appreciate
0: it, man. Always a pleasure.
1: And let us know about uh, what now. What is the name? You've got a new venture that's different than French spin?
0: yeah well it's not exactly new. It's basically a group we've been putting together for a few months uh called NoWatch, where we have a bunch of french language podcasts uh, uh banding together and uh, creating a really cool group and we now finally have our website up it's called uh, nowatch dot net so if you speak French and want to have a bunch of cool audio and video podcasts, uh go check it out NoWatch.net. dot net do you know that no
1: watch means don't watch in english don't don't say it.
0: We, they, no, no one say. in France noticed. No yeah. No, actually, you know, it's kind of like don't watch TV, but come watch us or you ah. know, something along those lines. And
1: don't forget, you can follow yeah. Patrick on Twitter at not Patrick. It's just a thing. he Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I he's don't know. very but,
2: negative. Yeah, well, weird. he's French.
1: Oh, that's why. All right, it all makes sense. Au revoir everyone. Thanks for watching <laughs> Tech Derms. News Today TNT <laughs> at twit.tv is our email address. Two <laughs> six zero TNT shows our phone number. Eiffel, and you can find us on the web at Bonjour. twit.tv Bastide. slash TNT. We'll see you later. We'll see you tomorrow.
2: Wee 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 wee
0: wee wee wee.
2: No no <laughs> no no.
0: Hehehehe!
1: <laughs>